Hello, welcome to Chopcast. Uh, this is episode number two of off-season. Uh, episode number like eighteen in total, or whatever it is. You got it. Um, <laughs> uh, so, the hot stove started a lot sooner than I thought it would. Um, and mm. there's been some bigger names already signed, but uh, it. We want to get to a lot, but with the time that we have, we're just going to mainly talk about the one bigger move that the Braves made um, recently, and then just uh, some random free agent targets that we've kind of thought of, um, or would maybe like, uh, and then move into uh, the top 10 of a top 25 free agents article that the uh, was posted on the MLB website recently. Um and then hopefully soon have uh, our predictions for the top 25 remaining in war uh, on our Instagram. But, uh, yeah, so main signing that the Braves had recently, which was somewhat surprising, uh, was Manny Pena from the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years, eight mil, and then his, like, four million option for the third year. Um what what y'all what y'all think about that? I I I um I really liked it. I will say I was kind of surprised. I was like surprised by it because I really thought they were gonna start to develop Contreras a little more. But I think it's obvious that he probably needs a little more time in AAA. And then um, obviously we have Shea in the minors as well. But I, I like it. I mean he's he's got a good win when he's got a good um, wins above replacement and that he can perform and if we've seen anything travis like needs days off and could be injury prone so i like it a lot also to avoid another like kevin smith situation oh, yeah. literally i will take that any day of the year well. yeah i think it was a great move um he's a pretty good, good strong defensive catcher um i will say like one thing i think like the biggest benefit of it is that like developing catchers takes a long long time and the big reason for that is like they like have to learn how to like work with pitchers too so they have like more to do um so like that's why you see like a lot of younger catchers take time um so i think it's great um for like Contreras and uh langoliers langoliers excuse me yeah um like in their development, so they're not being rushed. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree. I was really excited when I saw the signing. Um, so, before that had happened, I was planning on talking a little bit in the last last episode. I kind of saw us um, saw Kurt Casale as kind of a dark horse as our getting a getting an extra catcher um, on our bench because um, he has a it's a supposed to be supposedly around like. 2.3 million uh, club option uh, for his arbitration with the Giants who signed him for 1 million. Um, so I didn't think they were going to take that. And he hits. He's left-handed, right, Will? Kirk Casale? He's yeah, right. He's right. And he his whole right. purpose is like hitting left-hand, left-handers, right? Yeah, you can do that. Mm. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Pena was a big step up from Casale, I think. Uh, he only played in 
about 75 games this year, which I mean for a backup catcher is actually a good bit. Um, yeah. And had a 2.1 WAR, uh, 13 home runs, which was the most he's had in his career. Um, but yeah, I remember looking at the free agent catchers. He had the highest WAR of any free agent catcher, uh, which was not saying much because uh, free agents, free agent catcher market is pretty bad. Um, I would have figured that Jan Gomes had a better uh, WAR than he did, but he was sitting at 1.5. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I really like it. It's a really cheap move. Um, that isn't like, I mean, four million a year is basically any. I mean, five bucks for Liberty Media is like, yeah, is is a lot. Uh, but uh, it's still it's pretty much play money and uh, getting quality depth instead of like you said having to sign Kevin Smith and people like him throughout the season and having a rotation of seven catchers throughout the year is not what we want to do again. Um, and yeah, I like, there are some people telling me the same thing. They're like, are we, have we given up on Contreras? Like, no, <laughs> obviously, obviously not. Yeah. Like he, he has very clearly shown that he's very good with the bat, especially. Um, but like Will was saying, the main thing that he needs to be developed in is calling games. Um, mm-hmm. That's his weaker side. And he's not terribly terrible defensively. He's supposed to be much worse than he actually was um, when he was starting for us for a while. Um, it ended up being his bat, which was the main problem. But, yeah, he needs some more experience on how to work with pitchers um, in the minors. And, I mean, he only had 60 games of experience um, in double a before he went to the majors in 2020. And that was mm. all he had, uh, cause there wasn't a minor league in 2020. Um, but, um, yeah. And then the same thing for Langoliers, given that same amount of time, I think that's perfect. Cause it's a Trav's on, uh, two years, Pena's on two and you can still bring any guy up we need and, sign somebody for depth if we have to again um but that that time period i think is really good for langoliers and uh, Contreras to come up at about the same time and no oh, yeah kind of fight for everyday starter i think there's probably um like i would imagine they're going to keep Contreras down there who i understand is my understanding is closer to the major league level. I think he's going to be in the minors for the entirety of this year and then possibly some of next year just because, like, 23 for a catcher is, like, really, really young. I mean, like, Joey Bart is, like, one of the best in a while. Uh, like, I think he just got called up and he's 25. So it's nothing, like, abnormal for that to happen. Like, the only one that I can think of that's going to be called up when he's 21 is Adley Rushman. He's, like, the yeah. best in baseball right now. Um, so he really should not be rushed whatsoever. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of negative response to this signing because one, it's just so cheap. Um, if we had signed him for like a, an eight million one year or like anything more than really six or seven, I would have been a little more kind of angry or whatever, but this was, I thought it was pretty good. I, I had one, 
the the only comment that I got on the post about him joining Atlanta was somebody who just put no 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 please no no and like <laughs> crying crying emoji and then so I thought I commented on it question mark but I accidentally like DM them that and they never responded <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they I don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're thinking that they're replacing Travis or something. I no clue. Um, but yeah, I don't know who would think that that was a big miss. I mean, only time will tell for that. Uh, but uh, yeah, in terms of uh, some free agent guys or maybe guys off arbitration that I've kind of thought of. Um, I don't feel like, I mean, obviously we will be signing some position players, um, but it's kind of a more hopefully limited scope of that. And I don't really, I mean, we've already talked about them in the last episode, but Solaire and Jock and Eddie and Duvall and Freddie. Um, so I don't really think we'll do much position player signing other than that. Um, but uh, I think the main needs are, in the bullpen and I don't really think we have a need in the starting rotation necessarily but it would be pretty nice yeah. um, I right, just had some audio issues there but uh, yeah back to just kind of some free agent guys um, that we'd be thinking of mainly in the bullpen and then some guys also uh, to maybe fill in three, four, five hole in the rotation. Um, so some of the relievers I thought of um, in terms of higher profile that are available, the main one I saw uh, or main ones I saw were Kendall Graveman and Aaron Loop. And then I guess you could also kind of include uh, Corey Knable and Andrew Chafin in there. Uh, and then some wild cards that I had were Kyle Crick of the Pirates. And I know we, we, we've we discussed to never sign anyone from the Pirates already, Will. But, mm -hmm. uh, and then so, so one I'd find fairly interesting is Kirby Yates because um, he was injured for all of last year. Um and no one's really talking about him. So I feel like he could be a pretty low-risk, high-reward signing for if we did it for not too much. But what, what would you all think about the... Like, how likely do you think it would be to sign somebody like Kendall Graveman? Um... I think... Go ahead, Sam. Well, yeah, I mean, I just think it kind of depends on what we shell out for the Rosario, Soler, Duval trio if yeah. we sign two of them. Because um, I don't think, like, the, uh, fortunately, we're in a very good position right now where we're going to retain most of our lineup. We're going to have to pay Freddie a fuck ton. That's another issue. Uh, but at the moment, I mean, I kind of put together uh, a list of our potential bullpen at the moment. Um I'll just read that. It's going to be Will Smith, um, Luke Jackson, Tyler Matzik, AJ Minter, um, 
Hopefully, I, I want us to reassign Jesse Chavez because that's another like low risk, high reward, and he was kind of a guy that pulled us through a lot of. Um, like he was a good like two three inning pitcher. Um, Jacob Webb potentially, um, Dylan Lee and Spencer Strider. Um, obviously, those last few names are kind of iffy, uh, but they're serviceable. Um, my potential signings, the ones that I want, obviously, like in a perfect world, we get these are Adam Adovino, Andrew Chafin, and Brad Boxberger. So I, I, I kind of agree. I want us to get a high-profile dude. I mean, our bullpen is good at the moment, but I could totally see guys like Dylan Lee and Spencer Strider getting sent back down. Um, I don't know. We'll see. What do you think, Will? Um, yeah, I think it's just – I think it's dependent on a lot of factors. Like, I think answering your initial question, Griffin, on Graveman, I think it's pretty unlikely just because, like, I think the Astros are going to shell out a lot of money to that guy. Um, yeah. I'll get into reasons later on, and I, I just think they're losing more and more of the core, their like core as the years go on. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, I'm a big. Uh, I think Boxberger is great, but I'm also a big uh, fan of Corey Knable. Uh, I always mispronounce his um, name, but I. I mean, the dude just throws frisbees. I mean, they're just yeah. ridiculous. Um, I don't know how realistic that is either. Um, I will say, like, one thing that concerns me, and you may, you two may want to, uh, like, correct me, um, is, like, one spot in the starting rotation just because, like, the big elephant in the room, for me at least, as, like, someone who doesn't watch every single Braves game is, like, I, I don't – I don't think um, – um, Mike Soroka is ever going to be the same he was. I think yeah. that Mike Soroka is pretty much gone, which is pretty sad. Um, I mean, he doesn't deserve it whatsoever. I mean, he it's really tragic. Um, like, I think he's going to be, like, a low-risk, uh, like, when you're losing or winning by 10 type reliever. I think that's a spot now. Um, like, mm-hmm. you just can't suffer those kind of injuries and, like, be the same. So that's a pretty big hole. Um, so in terms of that, I was looking at Brett Anderson, actually, who is a lefty for the uh, Brewers. Um, I mean, just a very solid, be pretty good in the back half of the rotation. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a pretty solid addition. Um, honestly, when I'm thinking about the starting rotation for next year, I have literally forgotten about Mike Soroka. Um, yeah, I, I'm not counting him out for sure. I'm a much more hopeful uh, about him, at, like at least being able to be solid. I don't know if he'll ever be like an ERA in the two like he had been. Um, but I don't I think he could be pretty solid for us. Um, it's just you know, have to see what ends up happening. Um, it is pretty abysmal to tear your Achilles twice. Um, in the in his planter foot too, like the yeah. when he like plants on him. It's pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. And then um Sam, what you said about the bullpen, yeah, I don't I don't consider Dylan Lee and Spencer Strider really part of the like starting um bullpen for us. Mainly cuz Spencer yeah. went from uh 
He went from like high A to. He went from low A. He went from low A to high A to double A to triple A to MLB all in one year. Um, That's insane. So I think he needs a little more time. (laughs) Yeah, that's understandable. I was just, I kind of made my list with it with a little bit of World Series hindsight, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I just thought I would throw it out there. Just kind of like set where our bullpen's going to be potentially. It kind of opens up probably two to three spots to maybe make re-signings or kind of assess who's going to be there in the first place. You can also see guys like Tukey and like Kyle Muller filling, filling in. Um, yeah, honestly, I think the first oh, big. I'm done with yeah. Tukey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. Uh... Sam, you cutting out again? You shake your head. <laughs> yeah again i'm i'm i i think i'm done with tukey i don't know i i'm fine with him being like an innings eater reliever at this point but not i don't see him as a starter ever again uh he's gotten so many chances mm-hmm. i think more than likely i mean i don't we're only going to start him if we absolutely have to and i don't want us to plan for that um so i think that after this year is over, I think he's either going to be like an innings eater type reliever for us, just kind of rotting in AAA, or uh, have been traded um, for whatever we need halfway through the season. Um, it's just been so long for him to get this. It's almost like it's like Sean Newcomb in a way, uh, where he's had so much time and he's had so much potential, um, but. Uh, at least with Sean, he kind of had an upside, like turned it around towards the end of the year. Tukey had two good games and then returned to his old form. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, long story sh- short, I think that Tukey's done. Um, in terms of big position, I, I will say, so I don't have very much fear about our rotation just because of what we were able to do last year and how many arms we have that are capable of stepping up, um, and being really good really soon. Uh, cause you already have Charlie and freed and Ian Anderson, which are all pretty... I mean, they all have their cases of being an ace uh, in different regards. Uh, So you have those guys, and then four or five with the people that we have right now. Um, I don't want Smiley back. That's kind of a given at this point. Uh, But you have people like Kyle Muller and Tucker Davidson, which Tucker didn't look good and game five but he had also not pitched in a game for like three two months um and this first one back was against the best offense in the league in the world series i can't really blame him for that uh he looked pretty good until he got injured yeah Uh, and then kyle muller honestly was looking like one of our best pitchers for a little while uh and he kind of slumped towards the end, but 
I think he can come back pretty strong next year, especially as like a five starter. And then we forget forgetting about Inoa, who yeah. was our best pitcher yeah. for like the first half of the season last year, obviously kind of fell apart um, at the end after he got injured, but I think he'll be able to turn it around. So I think he will too. I think the off season will be good for him. Like he's just got to recenter and refocus. Yeah. So, I mean, you have four guys already, including him that could make a case of being an ace at some point in the season. Uh, yeah. and you really just got to make that fifth spot, uh, a little bit comfortable. And I really feel like Mueller, the kind of tag team of Mueller and Davidson, um, and then even Kyle Wright started showing, like in the World Series, that maybe he's figured stuff out. I, I mean, I, well, I mean, yeah, it's, that's a tricky name in Braves country, but yeah. hopefully, at least it's not Bryce Wilson. Um, oh, but I mean, so I'd heard on the radio um, that that was the first game uh, back to the MLB that he pitched like he did in college again, um, mm-hmm. and. That was like when he started having more success in AAA this year is because he just kind of dropped everything that he was told in the minors. And like whoever was trying to develop him at uh, Gwinnett was like told him, like, why don't you just try to do what you did in college? And then he had an incredibly low ERA and then saved that game pretty much and won that game for us uh, in game four. Yeah. So. And I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rely on him for being a uh, starting pitcher in our rotation next year. But having him as an option alongside Tucker Davidson and Kyle Muller for the fifth spot, you basically have a rotation of uh, like seven people right now, um, including Mike Soroka, so eight, um, mm-hmm. and he can be in the mix for that fifth spot as well. And but I, although I would be more comfortable with. Uh, getting one more solid pitcher in there, which is why, like, right before this episode, uh, there was, like, some rumors and... Well, not rumors, but apparently uh, the Braves had been meeting up with Justin Verlander's agents, which uh, it made me a little happy, mainly about Kate Upton. Yeah, um, Upton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were this close to getting Kate in uh, the seats of Truist. <laughs> yeah. um but i i'm i wasn't like angry or sad except for the kate thing um when the <laughs> astros <laughs> when the astros re-signed verlander because i don't really want to shell out very much money for a starting pitcher this year um if we do mm. like and it's a someone i like and they're good like so be it uh but if we do it before we sign the our trade deadline guys and freddie i'd be a little pissed off um, so some guys I was thinking about that are right in that kind of three to five range and would be very, not, not like they could be two or depending on their year, they could be a one like, uh, on any other team, but guys that would really be very strong in that role. I was thinking of like Carlos Rodon at the top mm-hmm. of this list, uh, and then, like, Anthony Disclefani, Alex mm. Wood, and John Gray from the Rockies. From the Rockies, yeah. they're Because they're letting them go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Will, what do you think of Rudon, Disclefani, Wood, John Gray? 
Uh, yeah, I think they're good choices. I think Rodon would be sick. Yeah, I mean, that would be, that's the de- yeah. that's the one that's like a <laughs> that step is, above everybody else. But no, yeah, he he's further. like a he's like a two or a one. I mean, he's like around there. But uh, yeah, no, Discafani and who are Gray and Wood? Is that yeah. correct? Okay, yeah, no, I think they're all pretty solid. I do think like. Um, I don't know. I, I expect a lot of like the younger pitchers to uh, on the Braves to like take bigger steps. Um, hopefully, they're like improved. Uh, I'm not saying they were bad this past year, but like just also like a bit more serviceable or mm-hmm. consistent. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, but I do think like, and at least in terms of DeSclafani and Woods case, I think that's going to be tough to get because. I don't know if you all know, but the uh, Giants legitimately have one pitcher on their roster right now, like one starter. <laughs> is it Quato? So it's Logan Webb. Oh. It's no, Logan it's Webb. Webb. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty so, good – I would let him pitch every day. No, yeah, me too. <laughs> but, um, so they're going to be really busy. Um, but, yeah, I think they're good choices. Um. Thinking of that now and thinking of the young pitchers as well, uh, you have a lot more confidence in our younger pitchers. I uh, feel like there's some added value to getting somebody like Alex Wood if we, if possible because he has a lot of experience relieving. So he can start mm. the year as a starting pitcher and we can still throw him into that role. Uh, but then if we have our younger guys come up, you just add a weapon to the bullpen uh, and the starting rotation instead of just losing somebody as a whole or not being able mm-hmm. to add those guys or just putting them in the bullpen. Um, yeah, Rodon, I like even before the, uh, world series started, I saw some people talking about like, uh, where, where he'd end up and like half of the people or just half of these posts that I would see would put him with the Braves. And I just kept getting really confused, um, and excited. And I know it's not going to happen, but I, I just I would. But one, one can hope. One yeah, can hope. I just love if that did happen. And then for some reason, I st- I think he's going to be cheap. Uh, it like in respect to how good he is. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. not like not like cheap cheap, but especially in terms of the other ones and twos that are going on the market. You gotta dream sometimes. You gotta dream. Yeah, but I think Descalfani, Wood, and John Gray would all be pretty uh, easy targets. John Gray actually might go for a lot, just because. Uh, yeah, I think he will. Um, which I don't really feel like. I think he's gonna get overpaid. I think he's a good pitcher, but um, I feel like some of these names. Like Scherzer, Gosman, Rodon, Kershaw, Eduardo Rodriguez is already gone. Uh, Ray, Bobby Stroman. Uh, once these guys kind of disappear, um, I feel like the teams with a lot more money. Like I, f- I think the Dodgers might sign Gray. Um, I mean, the Dodgers are going to sign half the free agents on the market. Yeah, <laughs> they already signed Heaney. To, uh, which is a, which is stupid. Yeah. He's not. He's not good. But that's chump yeah, I, change. It was eight million. That's just chump change. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um. Yeah, 
We could uh, could sign Fulty back with his negative 1.1 war. Oh. Or Julio Tehran back with his negative 0.9 war. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I, I love that name, but I hate the idea of it. Yeah. But Fulty, that, that was a tough one. Because we really just got rid of him super, like all of a sudden. Yeah. For reason, but... Well, I mean, uh, yeah, his fastball dipped like six miles. And he also just looked like terrible. Yeah, he he lost fifteen pounds, and he's already skinny. Yeah, he looked awful. Like clearly, there was something. I think there might have been something else going on, but don't want to delve into that. He's got like Uh, some mental problems or something. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the list of starting pitchers is very enticing at the top, and then doesn't necessarily like just drop off the face of the earth, but there's a significant difference. where a lot of these guys could be three to five because you got Scherzer, Gosman, Rodon, who I am calling a three to five pitcher. John Artin, yeah. maybe depends on honestly, yeah. Going. I mean... uh, but after like and then Rodon and even I mean Kershaw is probably going to be a three next mm-hmm. year wherever he is. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez. Already got signed. Yeah, Robbie Ray. And then it's like Zach Greinke, who kind of mm. really dipped at the end of the year. Uh, Marcus Stroman, who had really good parts of the year, but I I just I, I don't like him for a number of reasons. But I also just <laughs> I don't feel like he's fantastic. He's also a midget. Um, <laughs> uh, and then it's like Alex Cobb, Descafani. Tyler Anderson, John Gray, which is just a significant uh, downturn. So, yeah, I feel like John Gray is going to get a lot more money than he really should. Um, but, yeah, other than Rodon, if you had to pick of one of these three guys, or do you, either of y'all have any other ideas for starting pitchers? I'm going to be honest. I haven't even really thought about starting pitchers. Like, mostly just ro- Roto guys, but yeah. – I mentioned them earlier. I mentioned them earlier, but I really do believe in Brett Anderson. Oh, yeah. I think he. I mean, I, I had to. I, we we had to play him this year, of course, and uh, he's just a solid pitcher. I mean, he's probably going to be cheaper than like if we're thinking realistically, yet also pessimistically. I mean, the Braves are going to shell out a shit ton of money to Freddie Freeman, and like, I don't know, like. Discofani just had a career year. John Gray was much better than usual. Alex Wood, I think, is a bit more like realistic. But I mean, Brett Anderson, like he definitely improved. But like, I think he you could save a ton of money, and it's like it's like low risk, high reward type deal. Um, mm-hmm. I would not mind so. signing him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think John Gray honestly might end up being out of our pay grade. Um, for what he's worth, Rodon, if we're willing to shell out, if we miss out on one of the key guys, I would want us to get somebody like him. Um, yeah. Uh, who are your main guys for the for the bullpen, Sam? Uh, I had Andrew Chafin, um, Brad Boxberger, and Adam Ottavino, even though he's a little old. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of maybe a veteran signing. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking at the 
relievers available. Um, just the top several of these, I feel like we don't have much of a chance with. It's like somebody yeah. like Rizel Iglesias. No chance. No uh, chance. Kenley Jansen. Oh, um, God. I think he's definitely going back to the Dodgers. I would not want Kenley Jansen on my team. I would not I, want him on my team. Little, no, being, I would not. Being in L.A. and being surrounded by Dodgers fans, I've heard just so much, like, no, shit yeah. about this guy. <laughs> no, also, dude. He, he played a 4-2 yeah. lead in the ninth so, against the Giants. He was phenomenal, like, for most of his career. But I don't know. Now, I just, like, he's not what he once was, you know. Well, I mean – he kind of figured stuff out towards the end. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think he he let up. I think the only run that he gave up to us was an unearned one, because um, it was a man on base. Yeah, no. He, I mean, he had a good season. He's just one of those guys where you can kind of tell in the first few pitches how the inning's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the best. Way and to I and that. I just I just hate he's, it. Yeah, I just hate that. He's a closer who throws like five pitches. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, I don't really like Brian Tapera. I don't think he's insane. Uh, okay. Who's Colin McHugh? Will can you can you tell me who Colin McHugh is? Colin McHugh. Yeah, he had a one point eight WAR. Is the fourth highest of available relievers. Oh, so he's the classic. Uh... <clears throat> He's the classic Tampa Bay Ray. Um. You don't know him. But he's just like, <laughs> That's why. It's just like, yeah, he's just one of those guys. Okay. You know? I'd take um. him. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the more enticing guys on this list is Aaron Loop. Uh, Ooh, yeah. He's just very consistent each year. He'd be, um, he'd be a good one to t- take from the Mets, too. Yeah. And there, yeah. you know. <laughs> Can we t- – can you get, get get an interjection and just talk about Noah Syndergaard real quick? That is oh my just, god, yeah, I can't believe we haven't talked about that yet. It's <laughs> like one of the what the it's like the most Mets deal. It's like the most Mets thing to happen. It's also the most Angels thing to happen at the very same yeah. time. It's just like literally at the same time. It's just like laughingstock organizations making themselves even more laughingstock organizations. Uh, I maybe, mean. Like I mean, you he just, has been a good pitcher. Maybe he'll make me eat my words, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is, I think it's way worse on the Angels than it is on the Mets because they gave him an eighteen million dollar qualifying offer, and if he wants more than that, then sure. But to pay someone a one year prove it deal for twenty one million dollars is l- ludicrous. Yeah, that is insanity. And Who I know that pitch for two years. Well, literally has he's pitched what like two innings in the past two years or like nine innings in the last two years? Yeah. I know it's a single digit. It's ridiculous, but you, like if he gets hurt or if he isn't good, you just wasted so much money. And I know yeah. the Angels have a lot of money to shell out, but holy fuck, that is ridiculous. It's just what they do. They so they yeah. either they get these huge contracts for like yeah. guys that are either. Just or usually old, uh, or they ha- do these one-year prove-it deals where they just give way too much money. Yep. I I think like just in my head a random number like I would have given Syndergaard for what he's done and the amount of time he's been out and his potential and how young he is. I would do like 
16 million at the most. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say 15. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, 21. And it's just, it's it like the Mets were basically talking about him uh, as being a part of the rotation next year. Uh, and mm. I feel like most people were counting on that. It was kind of a, a shock to see that deal happen. Yeah. He um, was like, he was the one free agent that like everyone thought was going to sign the qualifying offer. Yeah, like it, it was shocking to see him go. Somewhere. I mean, that was I think the high, the biggest headline of the week, um, at least yeah. in the, up until this point. Because it's just, I mean, why would why would he have figured that he would have gotten more money than that? Like that's insanity. That yeah, he, it was an eighteen million qualifying offer. That, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I wouldn't even offer that. I would have yeah. just renegotiated something. Yeah, I mean it's a. I mean, I, I will say, it's Noah Syndergaard. Like that's a really flashy, good name, and there you knew there were teams that were going to be willing to pay a lot of money, but to see it in ink is just. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a tale as old as time. This the New York Mets. It's what they do. It's <laughs> what, what they, do. they do. It's like you can't even really blame them though, because it's like, how would you have figured someone would have offered no, yeah. more than eighteen million for him? No, yeah. the other thing like that really fucked the Mets though is like Marcus Stroman's price just went up because of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's got the other corner. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, lol Mets continues. Yeah, um, for real. But uh, I just looked this up. What do you think Aaron Loop got signed for? What would be what would be your guess? He signed for a one year deal. Last year with the Mets, seven and a half. Okay, Sam. Um, five, three, three. Yeah, three million to have somebody yeah. who has a point nine five ERA. Just to get a sub one, it's insane. Um, with fifty six innings pitched. He had 57 strikeouts in 56 innings. Um, his ERA, oh yeah, I mean his ERA plus was 422, uh, and his oh. he had a whip oh, at, he had a whip God. of .935 and a FIP at 2.45. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, well, he's insane. He had, 2.5 walks per nine and 9.1 uh, strikeouts per nine. Um, <laughs> oh my but, god! I mean, last I year he had a no. last year he had a 2.52. He only pitched in. Well, I mean, it, it was the COVID season, so I mean, he pitched for I mean, pretty equivalent amount of time, if not more, because he pitched in 25 innings. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I I was wanting to sign him. Uh, last year, and I was pretty angry when the Mets got him. And that, honestly, he's a pretty under the radar guy. I felt like that was making me kind of scared of the Mets. Um, at the beginning of this year, or yeah, especially uh, 2022. Um, not 2022, but 2022. You know, um, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> um. But if we could sneakily sign him, I think his price is going to go up dramatically. Considering, I mean, yeah, it definitely will. He has the 
fifth highest war of any available reliever, um, or tied for fourth. But and then Andrew Chafin is right behind him. And then another name <laughs> that we know we could try to pursue is Mark Melanson. I saw that as well. Um, what are your What are y'all's thoughts on that? Um, I think he still wants to be the closer role. So yeah, I think it's less likely. Even though I'd love him to come back, just I mean, and Will Smith is our guaranteed closer for next year, unless he gets yeah. beaten out or is his regular season self again. But <laughs> fuck, I just I I just want like I wanted the Braves to win the World Series and Will Smith to be bad, yeah, so that we consider signing a closer because he was so ass during the he wasn't like bad during the regular season, but he was so hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the idea of Mark Melanson, but I don't know if he's also like thirty-seven. I'm pretty sure, like he's definitely he's old. old. Yeah, he's old. Um, and he already proved last offseason that he didn't want to be on the Braves. So yeah. I think that had to do with uh, Will Smith being the the closer, mostly. Yeah. Which I mean is going to be the yeah. same thing next year. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, other than the names I already said, it's kind of a crapshoot with the uh, relievers as it is every year. But there are a number of names I would definitely not want. Uh, I don't really want Ryan Tapera. Uh, yeah, no. I don't. I mean, Jansen's not even an option. Iglesias isn't really an option. Um, I don't want Hector Neris. I am very surprised. Oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, just, just on the principle of Philadelphia Phillies alone, I, I don't want him. Like, he, has a, he had a 1.3 war. Which is surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want Brad Hand. I don't know how he had a 1.0 war. Uh, <laughs> he was so bad at the end of this year. He was, he was tough to watch. Got traded and then cut a month later, and then signed by the Mets. And classic. Maybe, yeah. Uh, <sighs> Yumi Garcia would be nice. I don't know who Evan mm-hmm. Marshall is. Oh, we do need to try to re-sign Chris Martin. Or get the arbitration settled with him, in my head, as long as it's not too high. I I I don't know how I feel about Chris Martin. I, I honestly I I I put together a list of people I wanted to resign and release, and he was pretty high on the release. Hmm. Yeah, I just I, think like he's great, and we all love him, but I don't know. Unless we can get him for very cheap, I, I just I there's hesitation on my end i don't think he'll be super expensive yeah um, but one name i want to talk about a little bit just because i if he ends up getting signed by somebody and then ends up being really good i want to have validation um, but you're on the I'm, screenshots <laughs> uh, i remember watching us play the pirates uh Again, I mentioned his name a little earlier, but uh, watching one of our games against them, and he came up and just destroyed us, and he had a disgusting movement on his pitches. Um, but, and I like saw him as a trade target uh, last year, but his name didn't show up anywhere, which kind of surprised me, and he didn't end up moving anywhere. Um, he ended 
last year with a four four four, which obviously isn't mm-hmm. great. But right. he only played in twenty seven games, pitched twenty four innings, um, which the year before, uh, I mean, he only had a sample size of seven games for the Pirates, uh, but he had a one five nine um, in twenty eighteen. He had a two three nine in sixty four games pitched, uh, and he like he doesn't necessarily. Who is this again? This is uh Kyle Crick. Hmm. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I guess you've seen him a lot more than we have being in the central. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this past year, like he had a four four four, but I was looking at. Uh, his game logs, and there was one, two, three, four, five, six. There's only six out of the 27 games that he played where he gave up an earned run. Uh, and three of those games were two runs, two were one run, and then one was four. Uh, and the one team that scored four on him was the Braves. Um, two. So, which he also pitched against the Braves, where he went one inning, two hits, one strikeout, uh, no runs. But I don't. Know, I just feel like his stuff is pretty nasty, and I think we could get him on a minor league contract for very cheap. Um, kind of do like a Nate Jones situation last year, mm-hmm. uh, but not end up like Nate but, Jones. But not, but not be Nate Jones yeah, whatsoever. Not be named Nate Jones. Fuck Nate Jones. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Man, he just shows how good he can be. I mean, okay, this is just like a continuing thing in the MLB. Obviously, if you're in the MLB, there's not going to be like, oh, man, he just plain sucks and then sticks around years and years and, like, uh, people keep signing him. Nate Jones was disgusting at one point in his career. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he shows it sometimes, and then he just – it's so frustrating. He just loses everything. Um, But, yeah. Um. That's my uh, that's my dark horse. Wherever he ends up going, he's gonna be good. If he isn't, then I don't know. I'll shove this piece of paper right up my butt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's only it's the only thing I can do. Um. Any other thoughts on any other relievers potentially? Nothing comes to mind. I mean, there's so many like. I hope we sign one or two that are good. Uh, <laughs> In the end, I'd agree. <laughs> um. All right, let's move on to the top ten uh, free agents where we think we're they're going. Just for funsies, um, people already been moved at this point. I mean, uh, Will, do you know who Jolie Rodriguez is? Is that how you say his name? Holy, holy. Holy, uh, holy. Does it, who does he play for? He uh, got signed by the Yankees, apparently. Oh, a I don't know who that is. Jolie. Good. Jolene, Jolene. Jolene. Holy. There, are so many, there are so many names in the sport. It's hard to keep up with. He pitched, oh, he pitched for the Rangers. That's why. Mm, yeah, I do not know who that is. The most forgettable team in sports. Not baseball, sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Maybe, yeah. Arizona Coyotes have a good, oh, good yeah. shot. Oh, yeah. That. They have a great <laughs> shot. They're going to run for it. I was, I was thinking of Arizona teams. Oh, Florida yeah. Panthers. What about them? That's, uh, that's, that's another good one. Like, yeah. Every time NFL, I see their logo, the, I feel like they're a European The Arizona team. Coyotes are like the Delaware of sports. That's what they are. It <laughs> just literally brings nothing to the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. God, there's some people that have been signed. Like Julius Chassin already got a a deal. It was with the Rockies, but uh, mm. Verlander's been signed. Syndergaard's been signed. Heaney, Eduardo Rodriguez is a considerable one. Uh, oh, Brandon Belt accepted his qualifying. Yeah, you see, today. he's got his today. So um, he's saying his 18 million. Dang. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would take that if I were him, being his age. Yeah. Well, he's 34 still. Um, but still. But yeah, so top 10 we're taking from a top 25 list from the MLB website. Uh, so it's Correa, Seeger, Bryant, Scherzer, Story, Simeon, Ray, Baez, Freeman, Gossman. Um, You want to just go person by person, and then uh, we'll just read out our list as a whole, and then go person yeah. by person after that. Yeah, I, I'm down for that. All right, Sam, you got it. All right, yeah, for sure. Okay, so for Correa, I have him going to the Tigers. Uh, I think that's kind of like the general consensus, but what I have as well. Uh, Seager is going to go to the Yankees. Chris Bryant, I could see staying with the Giants or going to the Mets. Uh, Scherzer is going to go to the Dodgers. I think they're going to keep him. Uh, Story, I think, is going to reunite with Arenado in St. Louis with the Cardinals. Uh, Marcus Simeon, I think, is going to stay with the Jays or go to the Giants. Uh, Robbie Ray is going to go to the West Coast. I think it's going to be either Angels or Dodgers. Uh, Javi's going to stay with the Mets. Freddie's going to stay with the Braves. And Kevin Gosman's going to stay with the Giants. All right, Will. Uh, yeah, I agree with Correa. He's good. I. I really think he's going to go to the Tigers. Seager is going to go to the Yankees. Bryant is going to stay with the Giants. And then uh, I honestly think Scherzer is going to go to the Giants. Um, I think Trevor Story is going to go to the New York Mets. Uh, Simeon, I think, is going to go to the Seattle Mariners. Robbie Ray stays with the Blue Jays. Uh, This one I really liked. As soon as I thought of it, I was like, I have to put this down. I think Javier Baez is going to the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, and then Freddie's staying with Atlanta. And then I think <clears throat> Kevin Gossman is going to go to the Boston Red Sox. Okay. All right. Um, I'll explain myself um, after. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great but, way to start. <laughs> um. So I also had Correa going to the Tigers, um, and then I have Seager going to the Rangers, uh, mm. Bryant going to the Mariners, Scherzer going to the Angels, Story going to the Yankees, Simeon to the Astros, uh, Ray to the Blue Jays, Baez to the Mets, Freeman to the Braves, and Gosman to the Giants. Okay. <laughs> Will, why are you smiling like that? I'm still laughing about the Phillies and bias. So <laughs> Just pass the cancer to another team in our division too. Like, hopefully, he doesn't end up spreading to us. But yeah, 
I'd, yeah, I'd make no. him a bench bat. <laughs> um, God. All right, so we all did the same for Korea. This, um, I mean, yeah, this is basically the only thing I've seen other than maybe the Astros. And people had linked him with the Yankees, but I mean, he just he just said Derek Jeter didn't deserve the gold gloves <laughs> that he's got. So he basically he just went. He he just went like to to all the Yankees fans. Like maybe not the best move on his end. Like that is such an absurd thing to say in free agency. Yeah, I mean if the if he gets signed by the Yankees, they're gonna boo him like all the time, regardless of <laughs> yeah, how well he does. Um, so <laughs> I think he was just trying to start beef and already like saying, "Yeah, I'm not going to the Yankees." Um, yeah. But yeah, I hate him. <laughs> yeah, Christ, no. he's such a weird. Guy. He's such a weirdo too. He's just like a weird person. Yeah, his uh, his wife is incredibly attractive. Um, of course, yeah. But uh, I saw her Instagram one day, just like in the Explorer, and like more than half of her posts now are just him like cradled up against her stomach for like because she's pregnant. Oh, it's like yeah, like, he's weird. Like yeah. he's a weird. Yeah, it's like okay, you have a baby. Shut up. Like yeah, <laughs> no one cares. Shut the fuck up. Um, but uh, yeah, I was. Do the, the Tigers have money for this? Yeah, I mean, I, evidently that's that's kind of what. Yeah, it shocked me when I started seeing this like over and over again. But I mean. I they have like no sense. money on. They have no money on the books. Really? And uh, mm-hmm. like, I think he's gonna get ten years, three hundred million dollars, easy. Good. Yeah. Good grief. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, it make it's gonna be a reunion with Hinch too, right? Yeah. Uh, They're also just like they remind me a lot of the Astros, like before the cheating and everything. Like they have so much good young talent, they're yeah, gonna be they're pretty so flipping good. Yeah, they'll find some way though, because they're the Tigers. They just kind of screwed up. You seen that like the picture of uh, their starting rotation from like it's like 2011 or something. And oh yeah, Verlander, Scherzer. Uh, Anibal Sanchez, Damn. Drew Smiley, oh, yeah. and Rick Porcello. Uh, and it was like all of these guys got have a World Series ring now, and none of them were there yeah. with the Tigers. It's it's honestly insane how they just disbanded like that. They also had Robbie Ray. <laughs> they, like they also had Robbie Ray who just won the AL Cy Young. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I guess yeah. I, I they I they kind of turned on the Jets in the second half of the season. I think they had the most mm-hmm. home runs of any team in the second half. Uh, and they were doing pretty pretty good they finished did they finish over 500 I don't just know. under just, just under. under tigers like 78 wins or something yeah. yeah so that's respectable they're also one of the there's they're one of those teams i like kind of want to see do well i mean, i don't want to see korea do well but i want to see the detroit tigers do well yeah i, yeah. I agree uh, yeah they got some cool players on their team like uh badu um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like a he had an like insane debut, right? Yeah, I think he. Yeah. He got like a yeah, home run or something. He did. He did stuff. He did some stuff yeah. out there doing stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Seventy-seven, eighty-five. Yeah. They 
tailed off a little at the end, but, uh, <sighs> yeah, so I got, I, we're all on a, in agreement on that one. Uh, Scott, not Kyle, Corey Seager. Corey Seager. Um, so did, where, where, I think you Yankees have, are, I, y'all both we had both Yankees. had Yankees. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I don't know what it is. I get these these uh, these pictures in my head. Um, this is what I at least explain to my psychiatrist. But uh, <laughs> I, get, I get these I get these pictures in my head, uh, and it's like I just I really hate it. Uh, but I just keep seeing Trevor Story in a Yankees uniform. Oh God! Don't do that. Um, I just feel like he fits in there. Uh, I mean, Seager's going to fit in wherever he goes because he's ridiculously good. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I saw some people link him with the Rangers, and I just don't know where else he'd really go. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess the Cardinals maybe, but I don't think they have the money for him. So I'm thinking yeah. Rangers, who I don't think are ready to sign him, but... I don't know where else I'd put him. Maybe the Dodgers still, but they have Trey Turner, and they want to get yeah. Gavin Lux at second because they don't like him at center. <laughs> we saw how that worked out. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say Yankees other than that. I mean, they, they probably will end up getting him, but I just, like I said, still have that image in my head. Um, did we uh, Did we all say Giants for Bryant? No. I said Mets or Giants. I said Mariners or Giants. Hmm. I'd like to see him on the Mariners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think the Mariners, and I think they move for Bryant before they do for Simeon, uh, mm. just because of how uh, versatile Bryant is. But I think if they can't get him for what they want, then they try Simeon after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mostly say, I mean, Giants is kind of like a. You know, stay where you're traded. But also, I think with the Mets, they're Steve Cohen, their owner, loves paying a lot of money for players and is like willing to pay a lot of money for players. Except and, for Cindergard. Except for Cindergard, clearly. <laughs> and Chris Bryant kind of feels like a flashy, get him all you can type of guy. Um, but then again, I mean, free agency is such a crapshoot. He could end up literally. So many different places. So um, I also kind of thought about the Brewers. I can't commit to things, so that's what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought. Yeah, Mariners or Giants. I think the Mariners yeah. are going to try to get one big position player since they showed they're kind of on the cusp uh, mm. of being competitive. Um, yeah. If not yeah. them, then I think the Giants will do it. But also maybe the, he like because he's so versatile. I think he's versatile in the trade, uh, the free agent market too. I think. Mets isn't unreasonable, and if the Brewers like scrounge up enough money, I feel like they'd potentially be candidates because they're losing some versatile guys as well. Um, yeah, Scherzer. What'd y'all have? I said I had Giants. Giants, and you had Dodgers. You had Angels, right? I had Angels. Um, I I think this is a, the the Angels have already done their one year. <laughs> way too much money for someone who hasn't pitched like in two years so i think they're yeah. gonna do their oh, let's give max scherzer a six-year contract while he is even though he's like he's, he's, uh 
37. Let's give him a six-year yeah, contract. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think uh, in terms of the Giants, I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but they have, like, Logan Webb, and that's it. So yeah. they have so much money to spend, too. And, like, I mean, it's hard to ignore the fact that their, <clears throat> like, roster is really, really, really old. And so, like, I don't see what the issue is with them just going out there and getting another old guy. Because, I mean, like, it's going to close soon. Yeah. Uh, or at, at least soon-ish. Because, I mean, they do have a great farm system. But I feel like – I also just see them in the orange and black. Yeah. I feel like well, he's going to want a couple of years, though. And I don't know if they're going to I think, like, two or three. I mean, I think they could. Um, And then I just have Yankees because money pretty much, and they're going to sign one big pitcher, I feel like. They might end up signing Gossman now that I think of it, too. Um, uh, Trevor Story, I had Yankees just because I think that they're not able to get Seager, uh, or they should be able to get Thank Seager, you. but again, I just see Story in a Yankees uniform. Mm. I had Mets. He just looks like a Met to me, frankly, and I also think they realized they're uh, what the problem with uh, Javier Baez. So I think they're going to move on from Javi. Um, I don't think um, Lindor is going to let him move on from Javi. I was going to say, I, th- I think there's... I could, see, I could see that too, but you also you, you got to realize you're dealing with the New York Mets. So anything can happen. I, I think they signed a huge contract, way more than... They, yeah. Yeah, they'll sign Story and Baez and then like move one of them to third base or some stupid shit. Listen, I'm sorry, Baez just fits in the candy cane uniforms of Philadelphia. He just fits. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Lord. Um, but yeah, this, and then you had Cardinals with him. Yeah, I had Cardinals. I just it's one of those th- one of those signs you close your eyes and that's just where you see him. I think he's gonna re- reunite with Arenado, but. See that too. Likelihood, not great, but that's just my intuition. Yeah, I just don't think they'll have the money available. No. Uh, Simeon, um, I don't want him to go here at all. I really love Marcus Simeon. I do not want to see him in an Astros uniform, but I feel no. like that one makes the most sense, especially with them losing Carlos Correa. And it, Simeon's going to be way less expensive like way less expensive than Correa for someone who's basically yeah. giving you the same or if not more value um and then hmm. if the Bryant if the Mariners can't get Bryant or if they just pursue Simeon I think he could also very well go to the Mariners and that's where I'd love him to go yeah I yeah for Simeon I, I think I read something that he want he either wants to stay with the Jays or go to the West Coast so I don't know. I could see him going to the Giants, um, but my I feel like he's going to stay at the Jays. Like he's just I think he's beloved there. So and he kind of proved it this year. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also similar, Robbie Ray. Um, I guess he's also the big Blue Jays free agent. I think he's going to go West Coast as well. Um, Probably the Angels or the Dodgers, whichever one pays more, because they're both willing to pay a lot of money for starting pitching. Yeah. So the Giants might get him too. Yeah, the chance. Uh, Will, who'd you have for Simeon? I had the Mariners. Okay. Um, pretty much the same reasons we've said before. And then in terms of Robbie Ray, I think he's gonna stay with the Blue Jays. They don't really have much pitching. Um, like they have Nate Pearson in the minors. 
But they gave up Simeon Wood to actually. Oh, well. So I think they need him a little bit more. Um, He's going to be expensive, too, because, I mean, he just won the Cy Young. So his price just went up. Um, They also did resign Barrios recently. uh, Yeah. Okay. All right. Sam, you give us your reasons real quick before you leave for – yeah, sorry, I got a I got a friend's twenty first that's starting in four minutes. Um, I think that Javi is going to stay with the Mets. Um, I mean, there have already been rumors and talks that they're working on a deal. And my brother, who's a massive delusional Mets fan, also seems to think that they're going to resign him and likes the resigning for whatever reason. I like the resigning because. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, like, like he's just gonna pipe on that entire organization. But um, I, and then Freddie, obviously, he's gonna stay with the Braves. I'd be shocked, mortified. I'd probably puke and cry if he, if he got signed anywhere else. But we're gonna give him a blank check. And then uh, KG is gonna stay with the Giants. They just need pitching, and they're gonna spend money on it. And he's proven that he's very valuable there. So that's my uh, yeah, rounding it out. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hop off a little early. But. Yeah, I'll see you next time. Will, you're staying here. You're not. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> give me. Give me like three minutes. Drop off. <laughs>